Finally, after seven whole days, the I'll Make Your Name Great podcast is back. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the I'll Make Your Name Great podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tyrone Robertson, and I am joined by my beautiful, illustrious, outstanding partner in both podcasting and in life, my co-host, Ashley Robertson. Yay! Yay! The crowd goes crazy! I don't think it's ever going to get too old for me. No, no. And I, I, the problem is I got to keep finding new ones, like little weird intros, because I, I can't think, like, I couldn't think of a song offhand, so I went with, like, wrestling. I forgot who that was. That was, like, a 90s wrestling, like, finally. But mm. I'm just weird. I, I'm just a strange individual. But anyways, how are you doing today? I'm always doing good because I am with you, so we're good. I pay her to say that. That is, I wish you that is a hundred percent part of our promotion package. Um, that I send her that to say those things all the time. She is contractually obligated to make me look good as much as possible. <laughs> that is within I her want contract. You to look good, baby. We look good. See, there you go. See again in our contract. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay. I will cash at you. Cash up you the amount. So, <laughs> anywho, welcome. Oh, I'm doing good. You know. And, and I guess, but I guess as we learned in the last episode, even if I wasn't, I would say I was. So. Yeah, you will say that. So I guess, what what does that really mean then? It's just a, it's just a lie. You're doing good. Anywho, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I got plenty of energy. I'm ready to go. Um, I think we have a fun, another fun episode. I think it should be fun. So let's kind of get into it with our stories from the village. Okay, so Stories from the Village is where Ashley and I will share a story, achievement, accomplishment from somewhere in our village. You know, it takes a vill- how they say it, it takes a village to run and raise a child. So we want to embrace and tell stories that come from our village and stuff like that. So that's our story. That's what Stories from the Village is. This week, we want to kind of give a shout out and talk to and give it in depth and kind of discuss our Facebook group that we started, Committed to Greatness. Committed to Greatness. Yeah. Hey, y'all. What's up, family? So, yes, um, we really want to start that. We started that group as a excellent way to kind of communicate with our audience, um, our listeners, and also a good place to kind of get to know us. Right. Right. And vice versa. Get to know them. And get to know, and get to know them so we can serve them. So not serve them, but provide information and, and discuss the topics that they would like. Right? right. And so we invite everybody to join the Facebook group Committed to Greatness. Ashley, what were do you think are some of our goals or some of the things people can expect from our Facebook group. Let me see if I'm going to pronunciate this word right. Authenticity? <laughs> it's close enough. It's close enough. You know, I'm tongue-tied. People from down south. But anyway, I think they're going to, you know, get to see us true, raw. They get exclusive too, right? Right. So um, when we go live, it's only for this group. Right. And we have conversations. And so they get to get a more personal relationship with us. If that's something they want. Right. So by the time you guys are hearing this, we would have already have gone live Saturday, May 1st. So that's, right. that's our, that was our first live. So you, this so is two in the days past. ago. We have went live. Well, depending on when they hear this, they might listen to it like on Wednesday next week. So regardless yeah. of when they hear it, we went live Saturday, May 1st. And that was our first time going live. And we, we, our goal is to kind of sit there and, you know, maybe discuss the latest episode, things that we have maybe left out or, or want to add in, go answer some questions kind of back and forth. And like I said, just make it so that you guys can get to know us. We know that we don't do video, not currently. And so it's one of the things that we we still want to get our face out there. Just in case, you know, people can see our face, see us. Well, we have some requests of people asking for video. Right. So we want to let them know we do hear you. You know, just like you hear us, we hear you. And we're trying to make that change for you. Yes. Yes. So um, I think right now our plan is to go live at least twice a month. And we'll kind of see from there. It might be some random ones, but at minimum twice a month. And kind of, like I said, a good opportunity to kind of get to know us and, and stuff like that. Definitely. So I think I think it's going to be a fun time. And and one of the things that we try to do to kind of also make it visually presentable is we, you know, we got some situations, some stuff set up. And, and situations? So we, so situationships. Okay. So but, yeah, we, we want to hopefully, hopefully create a nice, a decent visual. For the live, yeah, um, it's not just us, you know. It Try won't to be, create a, a studio. We we create a, a mini studio, 
I would budget say budget studio. A budget studio. <laughs> so hopefully it turns out nice and, and it's nice to and you guys like the aesthetic of it. And eventually maybe if we do kind of get to the video doing a video recording of our podcast, maybe we have a something similar type of setup like that. Most definitely could Right. <laughs> so uh, we just kind of want to let you know that we are really committed to you guys, right? We are committed to the listeners and to our audience and to our, and to our, yeah, to our listeners audience, right? And we were committed to you guys. We were invest, you know, to make sure that we present you guys something really good. Right. Um, and I, I just want to give a shout out to the listeners and the group and your support. Thank you for your sharing, reposting, liking, all of that. We truly appreciate it. We try to stay on top of it um, in the uh, social media saying thank you. But if we miss you, thank you. A hundred percent. We definitely want to thank you. We've gotten some shares and likes and, and suggestions and, and people reposting our stuff. And, and we know it's a hundred percent level. We definitely feel that and we love it. And so that's what we kind of wanted to shout out now. And that's our stories from the village for this week. Okay, let's get to our main topic. Okay, so for this topic, I, we kind of want to discuss something that's been... I've seen variations of this all around social media. You know, I'll be, I be on social media a lot. Mm-hmm. So many of these topics are like, this is a question on social media. I, we're going to address this on a podcast episode. So thank you, social media, because you guys thank you. give so much, right? So one of the things that happened in last year and the pandemic gave us was Kevin Samuels. And with the rise in his popularity, a lot of questions about relationships kind of came up. Right. About, you know, what's the purpose is, how they should behave, what are they good for? And while this isn't exactly one of his areas, it's I attribute it to him because a lot of the conversation that came up was kind of like, well, what's the point of marriage? Mm-hmm. Should we even get married? Does, does it benefit us? Um, you know, is it outdated? Is it an outdated institution? You know, is it just a religion thing? But what is it? Right. And so we kind of wanted to talk about it. A bit and talk about you know why we wanted to do it, what we the benefits are there out there. Um, and I just want to get a disclaimer when we talk about a marriage, we're not going to say, but we are only talking about healthy marriages, we're not talking about abusive, we're not talking about stressed out, we're not talking about none of those type of marriages because these benefits, none of the benefits or none of the reasoning rationale fit that model. Um, so that's not what we're going to talk about. So before we really get into it, um, Ashley. Why did you get married? I mean, I know the Something obvious like reasons. Tyler, Tyler Perry movie. I mean, I know I the obvious reasons because it's me. But, you know, other, that, other, that, other than being it's me. You know, if that help you sleep at night, I mean, I ain't going to break you. I sleep like a baby, too. Because I lie to myself every night. <laughs> gonna... Of course, it is because of you. It, you. That does play a major part, duh. But why did I get married? I got married for... Um, I want to say maybe a couple of reasons. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, I was in love. I was a young girl uh, in college, in love, you know, just a fool. You know you in love. You're just a fool. Hey, 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 hey. That's my Tina Turner song. And so I was a fool in love for one, but I I think I was a good fool for a good person, though. Of course, it was Uh, me. So that that worked out. Um, But... Um, so that was one of the reasons why I got married to, um, the models that I've had seen and, and what I wanted my kids to see more so. Mm. And so I wanted to give them a fair opportunity to have every opportunity. And one of that was a stable home, right. a father and a mother, a solid institution that can build them into a way to be good citizens and good people alike. So I think um, that was, and I'm going to tell you the third one. I wasn't giving away all my goodies for free. My goodies. Not my, my goodies. Not my, my goodies. goodies. I, I got a sick I guess, reputation. What? Okay. You <laughs> Who was that rapping again? Pity Pablo. Pity Pablo. Where he at? Uh, okay. All right, this is going to sound bad. I get Petey Pablo and Mystical mixed up. Oh. So one of them went to jail for That's something. Mystical. Okay, then I don't know what Petey Pablo doing. Well, they probably both in jail. I don't know. I, I don't anyway. know. We don't, we, put, we don't put both of them in jail. They only... We sorry, guys. Matter of fact, I think both of them are out. I think Mystical actually got a... Okay, never mind. Let me, let me not lie. Let me I don't know. Alone. I don't know what happened to neither one of them. They somewhere. 
But um, yeah, I wasn't giving away my goodies. Um, and so, um, you know, they used to always say, why pay for the cow if you can get the milk for free? So you wasn't, you know, don't get me wrong, I did. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I gave up the milk for free. I was a fool. Like I said, just a fool in love. But uh, I got wise, wise real fast. And uh, I was like, yeah, brother man, what you want to do? Brother man, what you what you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do when you can't sing? No what? See, we have like a karaoke date. Listen, one of our lives could be karaoke. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Don't, don't give away. I'm just saying what they can look forward to. Okay. Now, if you want to hear this heavenly voice <laughs> singing Maya, oh, which of course you do. Heavenly voice. Heavenly voice. That's what he said. That's, that's what I said. That's what I said. It's, on, it's recorded. <laughs> it's recorded. There's evidence. If you want to hear this heavenly voice, you know, singing Maya or Beyonce or PJ Morgan, Beyonce? you know, or, or Mariah Carey with the notes, you then got, of course you will join us for live. Oh, wait. When. How's that? I ain't even gonna help you. <laughs> shake, shake it off. Can't sing. I'm feeling such a show. Gotta shake it off. Love it ain't the same. And the people think it's cause you know it ain't the same. You know, that's so no, that's so It ain't. This is every black person who loves. That's my song. You don't know what I mean. That is not the song. Appreciate all the love I give, boy. I gotta shake. Listen, say what you want. We're gonna have we're gonna have a Nick Cannon appreciation day. Say what you want. We didn't went so left field. Say what you want. Marrying Mariah Carey. Uh you know, this is not the podcast for that. That's a different type of podcast. I think I already had that conversation before. We're not gonna talk about that now here. Okay, let's get on let's get on the on topics. So I now think that, that's best. Now that you just now that you have derailed me and well let's take it back to what we were talking about. Why did you get married, Mr. Robertson? Um, to to keep you away from anybody else. Oh, just a top <laughs> blocker. Just say it. Listen, okay. I, I I've already said it. I'm was, blocking. Listen, I was shutting you down. I, you, were, you weren't going anywhere else. But okay. So, but to be honest, I would say, one, I think definitely my models um, growing up in a household with had a, and my mother and my father there. Right. It was, I guess to me, just regular, like that's how life's supposed to be, right? Right. And I would say from that standpoint, that's how life's supposed to be. You, you find the person, you, you marry them, right? And um, stay with them. And stay with them. That's kind of the, that was just, you know, at least in my mind, it was like. That was your model. Yeah, there, there was no other choice. That was what you do. I would say early on, I fully understood and had the idea. And I think even when I said this to you, it's like, listen, I know I'm going to marry you. I know you I do. don't want to be with nobody else. That's before you've had kids. Before you had kids. I was like, I know I'm going to marry you. I know there's no one else I want to be with. You know, that, so part of me was like, there's no point in delaying or let me wait it out. Let me live. Myself. I was like, forget all that nonsense. You know, right. I, I saw something in you that I knew I needed in my life. Right. And I think I even said it before in my other podcast that you were. I found something in you that I didn't know I was looking for. And I would say, while I believe in, I believe, you know, institution of marriage, I don't believe in it just to get married for marriage's sake. I believe 100% you find the person that is worth um, marrying, right? And and the truth is, I wanted, I saw the greatness in you and I wanted you invested in me, in the business of me. Oh, you got that a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And the best way to get somebody invested in the business of you is to make them a partner. Oh, you smart. I'm smart. Listen, you smart. Listen, mama didn't raise no fool. I see she raised Miss Deborah Robertson. You ain't raised no fool. Mama didn't raise no fool. So mm. that's all those things, and we'll kind of get to some more later on as we kind of talk through some other things. But I think I got I kind of got derailed a little bit. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions I did want to ask you though is, at least I say I've seen a lot of the question of why someone should get married, right? Mm-hmm. Why should anyone get married? And I don't know if you've seen that too, or seen that around on social media a lot. What do you think are the reasons that contribute to this kind of questioning of why do you think people should get married? I have my rationale, and I can kind of go through mines. I kind of go through mines first, right? So one of the things I think is the num- people are starting to see the number of divorces, and they're starting to get horror stories, right? Mm-hmm. So you start, whereas before, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you didn't know as many people who were divorced. Mm-hmm. Now, 
you see it over and over. You, my uncle's divorced. My parents are divorced. My aunt's yeah, divorced. All these common. things are divorced. It's common. And so you always hear the horror stories of that we went through this and we went through all that. And, then, and so and so when you see the horror stories, some people are like, why get married at all then? Right. If that's where it's going to go and that's where it's going to end, I got to go through this un this unflattering part. Right. Then, oh, why, why even get married in the first place, right? I heard it. Yes. I think that's one. I think the second thing that kind of does it is the publicization of high payouts. The Jeff, the Jeff Bozo, he got to give his wife how much he, he, you know, he might lose this much. Yeah, we deserve it. Right. There we is those, it. there is those, you know, and then Rick Ross, you know, she wasn't shooting in the gym. You know, there's those type of conversation. By the way, I would like to say a PSA. If you are making $40,000 a year, $30,000 a year, you don't need to worry about how much you need to pay in a payout. Public service. You, you don't need to worry about that. That's not a conversation for you. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Okay. Public but, service. But anyway, so th- I think that, those are the things. And so people see the high payoffs. You know, f- they read the stats. 50% of divorces in the marriage. 50% of marriages in a divorce. And I might have to pay all this. Oh, oh, why would I want to do that? And I think the last thing, and I don't know the last thing, but this is one thing that just came off my head is I think the there's a decreased stigmatization of having children out of wedlock. And having and so that's not a marriage isn't seen anymore as the process or thing you go through in order to have kids. It's like, well, I can have kids without that. Right, right. So then if that case, well, I can have kids without that. And because that stigma's not there anymore, right. It's like, well, then why did I go ahead and get married? You know? And, I, and I, so I think those are I think those are some of the reasons I kind of thought of. Um, do you think I left anything out or do you think anything more? I mean, those are some good reasons. And I definitely seen those and heard those um, reasoning just from different people, different walks of life. And um, I do think that plays a part of people not want to get married. People don't, like you said, people don't see the value in it. Right. Um, it's like, I can be rich. I can do more without being married. What's the purpose of have to check in with a person or have to separate everything in my life with somebody else? It's more of a, um, and, and this might sound cold and I'm going to say it, but it's more of a selfish mentality. Right? Uh, very much so a selfish and, mentality. Um, some people say, well, I can be selfish. I want you right. You, you can, you can. But when you get old and you die by yourself, don't get mad when ain't nobody there. You were selfish. Okay. So just public service announcement. Um, so, but I, I do think th- that's what people in the world we live in. We live in a very capitalism system, a very self preserve me system. It's all about me minds and, and staying on the top. So I'm splitting with you. And, and I'm going to be honest. My third reason, I'm not giving it away, all my goodies away. When we have people giving everything away, we plan house for 30 and 40 years with somebody. Right. Why do we have to marry them? Right. And so, like I said, I, and also another thing, I just kind of thought about it. I think oftentimes the negative is publicized and spread so much more than a positive. Right. Mm-hmm. So. If, if someone's in a happy marriage, they're like, are you doing it? Oh, yeah, I'm happily married. That's it. Right? That's right, it. That's the end right, of the conversation. Right, right. Someone who's got a breakup or divorce, oh, they can, they'll go on for 30. Yeah, they want the pretty party. They're the whole pity party. They want to explain every detail. They want to get all the horses. So I think that's part of it too. It's we are inundated with all the negative um, sides. Definitely And, and not public. Women ain't going to tell you they got a good man. Cause, ain't I never. mean, I got so many partners on Instagram who post pictures with they dude and hide their faces. Because... They have, we literally have, they're going to take my man. Everybody going to want my man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to tell you I got a good man. I'm not going to praise. I'm not, but also that doesn't, right? So now the scales are not equal in society, right? right? There's not a good representation of good relationships because we are living in a world of fear of, and I'm going to tell you the truth. If you're so scared, then you must not be secure. Well, 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 well. Can they snatch them that easy? Do you got them? That's a topic. Are you dumb? That's a topic for another day. Okay, I'm sorry. I went So I think we kind of covered, I think those are just offhand. I'm sure there are plenty more. There are a bunch of them out there. But I think those are some of the reasons I think we kind of get into this state of where some people are questioning, like, why even kind of get into it, right? And so. Right. So, okay. So we kind of explained why we got married, right? And then and we'll get into more as we kind of go through. But I think I kind of want to break down some of them. So I wrote down some some kind of rough benefits of marriage in general um and and then i know there are more that i'm left out and we'll kind of leave some space at the end so okay so one of the ones and i think this is a big one is oh by the way i also want to kind of put this out there i've heard most of that conversation come from men more than women 
right? Would you say that's true? Uh, you've heard more men oh, yeah. say why she get married. So some of these things I will lean a little more towards talking to men versus women, but I think some of them apply both. I mean, we're going to keep the scales balanced. Yes. We're going to keep that balanced, but I'd say that's some of it, right? So one of the ones is there are health, some health benefits, right? Both physical and mental health. So studies have found that people who get married, they live longer. I think we've, we've kind of heard that, but also men live, longer. men live longer. Women die actually earlier. Listen. So I'm sorry. Just make it out there. Hey, but again, I said this for men, but anyways, <laughs> we're going to balance the scales. But anyways, and part of it is, it's also fewer heart, fewer heartaches and heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this one too, which is enough, better survival rate from major surgeries. Mm, women, we got that superpower. So, major, you know, better survival rate. And the reports are also that what it is is people are more likely to attend doctor visits, go to the doctor. Because that woman at home nagging. And nagging. And follow the doctor's recommend, recommendations. Because she keeping his routine up. So, basically, you know, men need a babysitter. Yeah, they need us. They need external That's why God created us for y'all. Because y'all needed, you know, he said, uh, you can't do it on your own. Let me give you a woman. Right. And because, yeah. Because <laughs> the statistics prove it. The statistics prove it. So that's that's one of the we talk about. So when we talk about the doctor, do you think I'm pretty bad at that? <clears throat> Going to the doctor? Yeah. Uh, I thought, see. You fit right around in that category. I mean, but you do good because you're married, right? Okay. Let me tell you some inside scoop. I gave her like the, the big wink. That was when she was supposed to lie. She's like, <laughs> yeah, baby, you're good at that. You, you tell you, he don't pay me. All right. That cash up I just sent you, I'm taking it back. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I, I think I am pretty. Yeah, better. yeah, you, you, yeah, you. I'm not gonna get there, but you are definitely in that category with the other men. But I think due to your growing and evolution, that you are discovering that this is something you have to do. And if it's something you can't, sometimes lean to your wives and listen to them, and not always take it as just another public service announcement. It's not always nagging. Sometimes it's helping, and um. Um, yeah, because I would say I know plenty of men who would never go to the doctor mm-hmm. if their wives didn't tell them to or Man. make them go. There's a lot of things they wouldn't a lo- do. A lot of things they wouldn't do, right? And so I just know that, and definitely not follow. You mean, I got to give up the ribs? I got to give up this stuff? But if I, somebody's cooking your food, they can. They can help. Yes. And not only that, but one of the one of the books I read, um, I forgot the name of it, but how to it's basically like how to change create better habits on yourself, right? How to get things done. Mm-hmm. One of the things they said is have an accountability partner. Right. Have somebody who can hold you accountable, can check in with you like, hey, did you do this? Did you get that stuff done? And basically, when you have a spouse, they become that accountability partner when it comes to following the doctor's recommendations and make sure you you stay healthy. Because they're there, you know, whether they go with you, listen to the information or they're relaying back the information, they're holding you, they can hold you accountable. Hey, did you take that medication? Right. Hey, did you walk like you're supposed to? If you have a good partner. If you again, if you have a good partner. Now, if your partner's not doing that and they upped your life insurance policy, I'm just saying you might need to look out. <laughs> Check the paperwork. You, you might, might you might need to look out. But so that's one of the things we kind of talked about, right? Um and I think another thing that's really important too is when we talk about your mental health. Mm. One of the things we learned during the last year in this pandemic is how isolation can really lead to and increase the rates of depression in people. Oh, yeah. And that goes to suicide it, rates. Suicide rates, all the anxiety, all those things, right? Yes. And even, you know, social isolation, um, anxiety, you know, all those things kind of do those things, right? And, and again, I'm not saying if you're not married, you're going to be socially isolated. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, you know, it's a, it's a, you have increased risk, 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 increased risk, <laughs> increased risk of, Suffering from social isolation, right. being single than if you were if you were married. Yes, right. That's so that's that's what we're kind of say there. And so, additionally, having that person there can even if you're having a moment of depression or your moment you're feeling down, can have that person there to kind of talk with you and kind of help you out and walk you through those things. Definitely, right? Because one of the things I say, you know, if your mind got you into the state, it's hard to rely on your own mind to get you out. Yeah, that's what you always tell me in my moments. Yeah. So, how do you think you're? Do you think your mental state would be different if you were single? Me? Yes, you. Well, yeah, Could definitely. Be. Then who? <laughs> of course it would be because I'll be coping to the lifestyle in which I live in. Right. Which is a single woman. But, and that's why 
every conversation ain't for every person, right? Because everybody is not in the same book. And if you're in the same book, you're not on the same page. So, um, and, and that's okay. It's that it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just not the part of your life. So if I was single, definitely I would have a different mentality on, um, probably things I reviewed, but I do believe, and I'm going to be honest, I do believe a wife is a wife before she become one. Amen. Amen. Oh, you're so silly. Yes. And I would just say, even kind of speaking to that, I think a few days ago, I was in a funk, right? I was in a, I was, and I couldn't really figure it out. I was like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I just, I got these, these ways. And, and, and even to the point, I was acting that we were having a conversation and I was, I feel like I was acting and making decisions out of fear. And one of the things that really helped me was me and you had a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And we walked through it and we talked it out and we came to some resolutions. And and as we kind of talked through those things, and I'm not even gonna lie, even in that moment, it was one of the things I was like, listen, what I might say might hurt your feelings, but it ain't about you right now. <laughs> I just, I need your, this I need ain't you, your moment. This ain't your moment. This ain't your moment. I need you to focus on me right now <laughs> right. and and how I'm feeling right now. And you know what? I don't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off, but that is so needed in relationships. Yes. You have to be able to not take things personal. When somebody else needs you, because because you become a defensive listener, right? And right. everything they say is like, "Oh, you talking about me? Oh, it's about me." It's like, no, can you just hug a sister and cry with a brother? You know? So yeah. No lie. Um, <laughs> and because one, it makes it easier for me to talk to you if I know. Because sometimes when I'm in in those feelings and those emotions, I'm just raw. I I don't right. always. Not saying you should go out and just be purposely hurtful, but I don't always want to think about how you can how to put this the right way so it doesn't hurt your feelings or how you can feel about this. I have this raw feelings and emotions. I just need to get these out. Right. And at this moment, I need you to be for be on my side more so than you know your side, right? And I think that's submission. And I think you know when we having that, I 100 percent know that that conversation I was able to have that and we were able to walk through those things because I was talking to you. Right. And it wasn't something I was I had to figure it out on my own or within my own mind, especially because, you know, sometimes it's amazing. Even though you could say things in your mind, sometimes saying them out verbally. You hear them differently. Right. Right. Totally. There are sometimes I say a sentence in my mind. I'm like, oh, that sounds great. And then I say it out loud. I'm like, oh, that made no sense whatsoever. Right. I, I Even this podcast, I'm sure there's a couple episodes and there's a couple times where I'm just mumbling all over. Stumbling and grumbling all over a sentence like, oh, you know, even though yeah, I'm like, I like that. Even though in my mind I feel like I've made a clear statement, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't actually come out as a clear we didn't statement. Understand. So, you know, we talk about having have, being there, somebody there for your mental state, and I think that is is one. Of the, like I said, we just saw it through the pandemic. There are so many people who suffered through that depression of being isolated, being alone. Mm-hmm. And and even if it's not a, like, you know, I've heard people say, well, I'm not a depressed person. I've never been in those states. And that can be true, too, and I understand that. But everybody has a moment where they feel alone. Everybody right. have a moment of wanting, being broken or feel broken. And it is good to have somebody there for you. Yes, friends are there. Sometimes friends come and go. But to have a partner who should be your friend, a lifetime friend who've made that commitment to you, mm-hmm. is almost yeah obligated to you for that. So yeah, yeah, because you got a friend in me. I thought this is like a karaoke. You got a episode, friend huh? in me. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I, this is like the fourth song we've been saying. I don't know why. I I don't know why. I don't know. It is that way. But okay, another reason I want to kind of get to is when I talk about the family benefits, mm. and I don't I don't know if I can. If I like classify this right, but there's a lot of things that kind of fall into that. Yeah, a lot. So, what are the things that to me, if you ask me personally, what I would say, if someone asked that, Tyrone, what is the most important thing, or what is the one singular change that can happen to uplift the, you know, African American community in, in, in America, right? I ask you, what, what 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 is one thing, Mister Robertson, that we can do to uplift the African American community? I would say strengthen the Black family. Mm. Because right? I believe so many things can be lessened if you go back to a, a strong black family, and I mean two parent household, strong black family, right? I'm I'm I am not going to discredit and say 
good people can't come out of single parent households. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm just saying in general, I think so many things could be improved and lessened if we had a strong, the strong two parent household. Right. And we can go over a lot of those things, right? Right. So one, we're talking about models, right? Mm-hmm. Of, you know, you know, so many boys talk about, well, I didn't know how to be a man. I don't know how to be a father. I didn't see it. I didn't have, if you have models in the home. Right. And, and now, even if it's not just models of how to do it, but someone you can talk to and reflect on, Hey, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going through. What do I do here? Give that type of advice. Those that, you know, keeps the families together and improves. We come in better equipped or would a not better equipped, but have a better chance of, of being better fathers and better husbands. Right. Mm-hmm. So that right there. We talk about how many kids grow up with abandonment issues. Right. From only having that single parent household. Those type of things would get improved with the stronger black family. Right. Financially, having a two parent household income. And not only just two parent income, because you could have what you could have is you could have both of these both improve financially. You could have one, two parents working, so you have two incomes instead of one. Right. Or you could have one parent working and one but the other parent eliminating some other things that would be expenses rather if it's well i'm home when we eat we eat here more here we cook more right mm-hmm. more cooking happens or you know less child care whatever the case may be those things help the black family so what it is is kids have you you can decrease crimes out of lack right meaning we ain't got it so i gotta go get it right if you have multiple streams of income then those things is kind of minimized that's so true right i agree we we have Sons and daughters come up with better relationships with their with their parents and like better examples of how to be a man. How to how, what should I do? And not only how to be a man, but how to respect each other. Right. Because you grow up seeing that. I grow up seeing. You know, I want my sons to grow up seeing how to respect women. Yeah, right. I, I want right. I want my daughter to see how to grow up how to respect a man. Right. Those those type of things. Right. Building a strong black family, and I think the strong and just a family in general, because whatever culture you are, I think the best way to uplift and. and Elevated is to have, start off with a strong family, and I believe marriage is a, that strong tie that keep that to hold that family into mm-hmm. and hold that family together. Yes, you don't you can have a strong family without with being not being married, but I think having that tie and that bond there because you're we're bonding on principles, we're bonding on ideals, we're bonding on culture, those type of things. We're we're agreeing to meld that together, right? So that we have that agreement when it comes to. Um, when it comes to building that family, right? Right, right. And, and so, what are your thoughts on that? The truth of the matter is, I I agree with everything. I totally agree. I agree that that is one of the fundamental pillars of our culture in order for it to succeed in the future. But then, on the other hand, I have to think about the reality of the situation. Oh, Okay. And the reality of the situation, you know, if you, you look at the sensors, and I think this information is known for most of the globe, um, that black women are unmarried at a high rate. I, I think, think they said one, like one in four. Like black 70%. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, um, I think it's one in four black women will not get married or unmarried. One of the two mm-hmm. either will not get married or are unmarried. One of two. Right. And so when you're looking at that rate and saying, well, this is, could be the, one of the solutions, but the rate, then how do you get those women married to restore the community? Because then the hard question come in, where's the black man? Yeah. This is a whole uh, topic, topic for, for another, another day. day. Okay. Listen, that's a whole conversation. That's a whole. Okay. That, that takes the whole episode up. I, it will. And that made us the name of the topic. Where's the black man? Hmm. I feel like that's what I'm going to take some arrows. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit there and say it's all bad because it, it also, when you look at statistics, they are the best fathers. They are usually those who stay around in a home, you know? And I remember you bringing that to my attention when I was like, no. And you was like, you went and did the research and you was like, no, give my credit to my men. Yes. Because there's a, there's, because there are two things, right? And again, this is a topic for another day. We're not going to get deep into this, but there are two things. There's what's reality and then what is perceived. Right. It's perceived that all black men are just going off dating white white women. When we look at statistics, eighty percent of black men marry a black woman. Mm-hmm. So that's not no no wrong. It's still, I think I still it's still more black men date outside the race than any other ones. Mm-hmm. But again, eighty percent marry a black woman. We we'll have to go recheck those statistics. We we'll have to that recheck was, it. But that was a long time. It was it was 
Well, not long ago, but okay. About a year or two. Yeah, well, actually, a little more than that. It was, it was, Elijah wasn't here yet. Oh. So it was a little more than that. But anyway, so we'll, that will be a full on topic we'll have to kind of get into. So I guess I did have one question to you, right? Uh. Do you think enough importance or emphasis is put on strengthening the black family via marriage or the importance of marriage with comes to strengthening the black family? Or just the family in general. We don't necessarily make this black, but family. In I, I say if it ain't the church, no. Um, I think the mm. church tried to do that mm-hmm. because I think, um, and I, it doesn't matter the denomination. Mm-hmm. I think overall because they understand the strength of unity and family. For the most part, almost all oh, churches, d- different denominations. That's still a pillar. You know, it's about the house, the family, and marriage. Right. Um, even no matter all of them, but when I say society, no. I would agree. No, no, no. Um, matter of fact, I've had so many people, even in the midst of me being married, try to talk me out of being married. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, like, you know, this ain't going to work. You know, you should just prepare for the worst. And By the way, I know who some of you people were. <laughs> I just like to point out who's laughing now. Ha! You're so silly. Call me Mr. Petty. He has Petty. Petty, petty, petty. Oh, God. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but, yeah. It made me forget my train of thought. You were talking about how there are some people who, even now society-wise, try to talk to you out of being married and said, why go down that route? Why, what's the benefit? You can just do this and be single. You know, how the kids be single. Don't yeah. stay there. It ain't going to work anyway, so and, why do it? And it's not even, it was a male or female. I've heard it from both sides. I've heard it from people in relationships and out relationships. Most of them weren't married. I will say that, though. But that also tell you where most people's minds are, you know, very single, you know, singular. And I think that's kind of why we were searching for the married people, because she's like, where do you right. have these like-minded people sometimes? So, okay. So, do you think I left some out? I, I I know I left some out. I know I left a bunch of benefits out. Again, we could have dug deeper into financial. We could have dug deeper, deep, dipper, dipper, dug deeper, dug deeper into financial, dug deeper into when it comes to family planning, um, when it comes to tax benefits, when it comes to even estate planning, mm-hmm. when it comes to even, you know, how do things pass when it comes to deaths, when it comes to making decisions when it, in the hospital, um, right. you know, life, life or death decisions, you know, whether, whether to resuscitate or not, what to yeah. do medically, all those things. Actually, I was just having a conversation with a young cat. Well, not young, but I was having a conversation with a cat and we were talking about that mm-hmm. and his relationship. And one of the things were like, you know, the benefit of marrying, if you've been with somebody so long, because if you die, she don't have the right to pull the plug. Right. That go back to your mommy. You know what I'm saying? Now, she didn't invest all this time, probably even know what you wanted because you didn't told her or vice versa, but you have no say so in the matter. So um, it does have its perks. It 100%. And even to the point, again, there's just, there's so many out there. Even to the point, I think, I'll put it this way out there. How many great men do you really see who aren't married? Well, one of the things I read, I think it was Millionaire Next Door. Book, mm-hmm. I read a lot of financial books. But one of the things the book was talking about is he did a research, all these hundred millionaires, and not famous people who have great talent. Right. But people, the average day. We're not talking who, about basketball players, who rappers. Gifted, a singer. Take the basketball players and the rappers out. Right. The producers, take those people out. All those people out. The actor, take all those We're out. talking about the average Joe Blow who worked their life to make and become a millionaire. Right. Coming from nothing. First class generation. Right. And one of the things he found out from the men were they only were married once. And he thought it was very interesting. He said, because when he talked to them, they would say, you know how much money going to a divorce, how much money it costs to have multiple wives and multiple women. They can retain more money with one woman and being married because they was like, then she build. And again, which you said, she began to invest in me. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Do you, it's a point. Do you know, that's why law firms, after you've been in the they make you partner. Mm-hmm. Because they they want you to share in the investment in the they want you to share in the have stake in mm-hmm. the success of the company. You work harder. You work harder, right? You work harder because you know you get something out of it. This benefits me, right? Mm-hmm. You made an investment in me. I'm mean, it's equal. It's mutually beneficial, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the same thing when we talk about marriage too, right? Mm-hmm. And never mind, we talk about all the psychological things of providing security to a person, mm-hmm. um, giving a person stability, depending and, on the person. Go ahead. 
Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that right. is very important for the woman. And I think we talked about this, or I think you actually talked about it on your old podcast before with your brother. We're not arguing podcasts. Yes. Um, it was dope. Uh, whereas the woman mental state, if you care about your children, you should care about her mental state because that trickles down into the family and the growth of the family. If she's not mentally stable or even a part of, cause I know some abuse of women, you beating down a man, you making him feel less than if they're not mentally strong, what do you think that reflects on your kid and on your family unity? If you got a weak link in your circle, then y'all can be broken. All of you. Yeah. Yeah. One weak link. One level of insecurity. One instability. One, am I really, is he really like me? Is there something about me that's the reason why he won't choose me? All those, and it's, I said, vice versa, men and women. Either one of being weakly, not weakly, but anyone who have any sense of instability, Mm -hmm. not being solid, can cause the whole thing to fall down. Yeah, I've seen many, you know, I, I I tell my little hood stories. I'm from the hood. And I've seen many girlfriends, many friends who's chasing dudes, but the kids is left at home, though. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to keep daddy's attention to keep him to come home to be a daddy and to provide because he don't provide when daddy's not there. You see, so it is it, it, a whole cycle. of It's almost like a rat race. By the way, and we, didn't even, we, we might have to do a part two because there's so much more. We didn't even get to one of the things is you're talking about. Making protection for your daughters. Man, woo! Because you know, I'm big on that. Because, again. If you love your daughter, bruh, ma- you being, really love your daughter, bruh? Being married and you being in the house, I'm not saying fathers don't do things to, to daughters too. That does happen. No, that do but happen. It is, but it is a much smaller percentage. It is. I've seen the statistics. Than mommy's, bo- mommy's new boyfriend. Right. Or mommy's new boyfriend's son. Or something right. like some of those type of things. Yes. And, and, and so those are all the type. They're. There are we could do a three or five part mini series on this topic. We really can. Maybe maybe we'll have to do a part two because there's so much more. But I don't want to make this a three hour episode. There's so much more we can kind of get into. Um, the benefits of being married. But we'll we'll have to get into some more. We'll have to go through some more because I don't want anybody to say that's all you had. No, there are so many. There are so many. It's almost idiotic to bring up the question. Right. It's almost idiotic not to be, right? Right. It's like, uh, so what are you doing with yourself? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand my gigolos. I'm a gigolos. I understand. But like I told uh, one of my old, like, play brothers, he's real, real old. I said, man, when you get old, who's going to be there when you sick? Because everybody's bodies break down over time. Everybody gets old. And especially, like, I have some who don't have kids. So you ain't got no kids. You ain't got no woman because you a gigolo. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them say, I'm just going to get married when I turn 60 to somebody. That's true. But how committed are they going to be to you? You going to find some little young chick who's going to take you for all your money? Bruh. <laughs> like I keep saying, bruh. But again, I'm more invested in a company that's going up than a company that's going down. Mm. That company's. Well, you know, some people, some girls say that is a company going up when he but, on his deathbed. But, but, then, but what am I invested in? Am I invested I'm in not- your happiness and you surviving and of going living longer? That's not what I'm invested in. I'm invested in, oh, let's speed this up. Oh, you don't need to take that heart medication. You're all right. I'll raise your, what's your life insurance policy? Raise it up a little bit. <laughs> but we, we might have to do a part. We got to do a part yeah, two. Yeah, read and ramble. Okay, we got to do a part two. We're going to have to come back and, and, and provide some more because there's just so many more. And I want to have enough out there that, again, it, it there's so many out there that it's just idiotic to even ask the question. Right. Again, why did I get married? Why, you, why, why should you get married? And, and again, we're, if you have the right mindset, because we have another talk about the mindset to get married. <sighs> yeah, because if you don't have the right mindset, please don't get married and destroy societies with the families. Don't do it. Everybody ain't ready to get married. And that's understandable. So I, I need somebody to give me my single. I know we don't have video, but give me my single. We don't need any more people starting relationships and or fathering or mothering children that you are not prepared or ready for to handle. Preach. We don't need you messing up society anymore. Because my kids got to go to school with them kids. I don't. Right. I don't need my kids running into your kids <laughs> who got to deal with all the issues because daddy or mommy didn't want to be around because they didn't really want to be there. And they weren't ready prepared. And they weren't mentally there to actually sign what they were signing up for. Right. So now my tax dollars got to go to, to either housing, housing counseling or locking up your troublemaker because you don't want to step up and do what you're supposed to do. Well, they're all not troublemakers. I come from them. They all not. But 
I'm not I'm not saying because you are this, you're going to be this. Right, right. Not at all. But I will say, statistically shows, yes, you're coming from that is a higher probability of being this. 100%. So, you know, stop messing up society. Yes, please um, do your research, do your homework before you, you, you get into a relationship. It is best for you, them, and us. Right. So... Okay. All right. We've we've gone again. We're gonna have to come back with a part two. Before we get out of here, let's go ahead and hit our "We're Not Strangers" question. Okay. So, "We're Not Strangers" is where Ashley and I will take a question from the "We're Not Strangers" game. And read them to each other. The questions are selected at random, so we never know where the conversations or the answers are kind of going to go. So we started last week reading two. We're going to continue reading two. One from the level one level questions and one from the level two questions. Okay. So I'll kind of go first. And I'll read the level. We'll do the level ones first, then we'll get to level twos. Okay. So what is my body language telling you right now? (laughs) You... you... I want some tacos. I think, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, tacos. Some tacos. And if you don't know what tacos is, go to our old episode. I want that. I want some. Wait, how vulgar do I want to be on this? No. It's, I don't want to be vulgar? No. I would like to do adult activities with Ashley. Jesus, I'm so embarrassed. These Where adult activities will require us to disrobe. Now you told the whole world. What tacos mean? No. Okay, I'm sorry. We have, three, we, we have three kids. <laughs> Clearly, we ain't just hugging. We wasn't? No. No, we wasn't just hugging. But, you know, okay. You want to hide and tell the people? You just made me you shy. Ain't, you ain't never I'm, been touched. I'm, I'm a lady. All right, so my question. I was question... going to say something, but boy. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and go. Let's go. You better not my mama be listening. Oh. Hi, mama. <laughs> Okay, so mine's is a wild card. We're going to rate your dancing skills from a scale zero. 1 to 10. Wait. You just messed up the whole question. No, the answer is zero. My- that's not how it was supposed oh, okay, to Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Answer the question. No, we can't do it now. Rate your dancing skills on a scale of 1 to 10. On the count of three, say your answers out loud. Both players. Yeah, one, two. Said yours, so it doesn't matter. One, two, three. You're supposed to say it. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. What's the other question? Okay. What fast food restaurant do you think I'm most likely to drive through? What's my order? Okay. So the definition of fast food is going to be kind of up in the air. Because I would say Jersey Mike's, but I don't know if I would consider that fast food. Because they don't have a, one, they don't have a drive through. So if we're going places that have a drive through. Some of them do. The one by your mom's house do. Really? No, no, no it doesn't. That's, that's the Starbucks. That is. Okay. So I know your Jersey Mike's order, which is a number seven with bacon and banana peppers uh, on wheat. Right? I know your Chick-fil-A order, which is the number one deluxe, no tomatoes with lemonade. I know your McDonald's order, if you ever eat McDonald's, is going to be a quarter pounder with a orange Fanta. Okay. Well, you definitely know. You definitely know. Okay. The level two questions. Dun, 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 dun. What question are you trying to answer most in your life right now? Mm. Man. Right? I'm glad you got to answer it, not me. Shut <laughs> fire. You know, I do a lot of self-reflecting on answering. I don't know if I really have a big question right now. Oh. Um. Because I, I, I would say for the last two to three years, I was on the road tough. Maybe last 10 years soul searching. So I've answered a lot of questions, but I do not I have one right now. Okay. So my question is, what is your first love name and the reason you fell in love with that with her? Oh, who was my first love? Have you thought about it? The hard, The difficult part is... To me, it's hard to really analyze, are you in love, until when you're out of it. Mm-hmm. And also, the longer I'm with you, the more I'm like, that wasn't nothing over there what I had before. 
Right. So, so it was like, I felt them, but it wasn't nothing. Mm-mm. Let's see. I would say the most significant girlfriends I've had. That's not what they asked. I know, but it's, it's hard for me to say. Like You already know what the answer is. What's hard about it? What's the answer? The answer is me. Oh, yes. The answer is you, of course. <laughs> I'm your first love. Of course. Of course. Of course. You are my first love. <laughs> there is nobody else out there. Whatsoever. Girlfriends? What are ex-girlfriends? I don't have any ex-girlfriends. Well, actually, this will get to my philosophy. I was, that's what I was waiting on. I do have a philosophy. My philosophy is nothing in high school counts. Nothing, nothing prior to you graduating high school counts. Basically, any relationship doesn't count. Any boyfriend, girlfriend doesn't count. And the reason why I say it doesn't count is because, one, you weren't adults. So dating as, as a high schooler is much different than dating as an adult. The decisions you make in a high school is much different than the decisions you make as an adult, right? The 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 amount of decision making you make on how far this relationship goes, where this relationship goes, do we move in together, do we not move in together, all those things and talks and conversations you got to have that you have as an adult, you don't have as a, as in high school and beyond. And so I feel like, and plus I feel like that's just puppy stuff. So to me, you're right. I don't have any relationship before you. So the answer is you. So I feel like I bullied you into that answer. No, because, yeah, I don't feel like you bullied me, but you know, for real though, that because that really is my philosophy, there is no one before you. Because that is, and, and because the reason why I was saying is like, the way I feel about you, I never felt about anybody else. So from that standpoint, I can't say. I'm trying to get those tacos. I'm trying to get them tacos. <laughs> but I can't say that, I can't classify what I feel about you and what I feel about them in the same word. Right? So I can't say I loved any of them if I say I love you. Because wow. they don't, they don't add up. They don't matter. They don't matter. That's so. That's that's what the, they had your babies. Okay, <laughs> and I had all three of these kids toe up the body. Okay? The body's great, baby. The, body, about, adi, the body's adi, great. Body, adi, 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 adi. karaoke. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> let's go. Stop, Ash. All right, so I think we've had a fun full episode. We've sang, we've danced, we laughed, we we've we've talked. Yes. And and thank you guys for sitting into this long and wild ride. This is a wild ride. Um so yeah, we kind of jumped everywhere. We went to Mystico. We was everywhere. We went everywhere. Yeah. So anything you gotta you wanna say before we wrap up? I think marriage is a good institution for success. That's what I was saying. I ditto. Ditto that. I, I agree with that too. Hey, if you're out there and you would like to sponsor the I'll Make Your Name Great podcast, please email us at I'll Make Your Name Great at gmail.com. Thank you. We look forward to working with you. So, all right, let's go ahead and get out of here. I'm Tyron Robertson. And I'm Ashley Robertson. And this is the I'll Make Your Name Great podcast, the podcast you listen to on your path to greatness. All right. <laughs>